is our God. I, I felt, I, I can't explain it. I, I felt some, some things begin to shape up in here. I felt some things begin to shake. And I, I just, I don't want to, st- I don't want to get out of what God's trying to do this morning. I believe God has come here with a purpose. And that is to touch someone in this place today. Some of you have come in here and you are, maybe you're at the lowest of your uh, rope. Or maybe you're just, maybe you're hanging by a thread. And, or maybe everything's okay. But I believe this morning that someone has come in here with a need from God. And I don't want you to leave here with that need this morning. I, I have sought the face of God this morning. I was up at around 3 o'clock praying. And I went finally back to sleep. And I'm not telling you that just for your sympathy or anything. But I'm telling you that because I feel a burden for this service this morning. Some, somebody's come here today with a need. And I, I want God to meet your need this morning. It's not about me. It's not about uh, everybody else. But it's about God meeting someone's need in this place today. It's not about how well I can get up here and preach to you this morning. But it's about somebody leaving change. Somebody leaving different than the way they came this morning. Can we sing? Oh, how great is our God. Come on, sing with me. Sing with me. Oh, come on, somebody.
this morning. I feel it breaking this morning. Oh, my heart will sing. Name above, name above. Name above all names. Name above all names. Oh, yes, yeah. I know this is just a Sunday morning, but God wants to move on this Sunday morning. God doesn't, he doesn't take just a certain service and move a certain way. But when there's a need, God moves in the way that that need needs to be met this morning. Oh, I think we need to love him a little more. I think we need to praise him a little more. Oh God, we worship you. We worship you. You are so great. You are so great. Hallelujah, hallelujah. I'm not going to hinder what God wants to do. I'm sorry. I, I, I won't preach. If I don't feel it, I won't go any further if I don't feel it this morning. We need to obey the Holy Ghost. We need to let God do what He wants to do in this service this morning. If you know how to touch heaven, you need to begin to touch heaven this morning, right now. If you know how to get a hold of the throne of Jesus, you need to begin to do that right now. Oh, God. He called.
Oh, he said, if I be lifted up, I'll draw all men unto me. Oh. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah, 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 hallelujah. I believe that Thursday night began, we began to break away at some things. The old... Uh, some things that have, may have become stagnant or some things that may have become just uh, maybe stuck in place. God began to break away at some of that Thursday night. And then Friday night we come in here and God just showed up and we had church. But I feel this morning that God is tearing away at some more things. But it's not... He's showing us that He can tear away at things... And we don't have to be just jumping over the pews or rolling around. But God has come today in a very tedious way, in a very unique way. To show you that He can even reach you when you're at the lowest of your lows. It's one thing to be able to come in here and shout and worship. But it's another thing to come in here and just to soak in the presence of God. I'm kind of like a sponge. I like to come in the house of the Lord and just soak in everything that I can get. I tell you, if you're not living this life for Jesus... You're missing out on a lot. You're missing out on a lot. I don't want to miss. I, I, I don't want to. I don't want to miss a service. I, I, I have that much expectancy. Every time that I walk through those double doors back there, and I come up here and sit on this platform, I expect God to do something in someone's life. And I feel this morning, I do, I feel it with an urgency in my spirit. You need to let go and just let God do what He wants to do in your life. We can, we can sit by and 
just let him pass us by. We could sit there and just kind of feel the goosebumps and feel a little touch of his presence. But somebody in here today, you need to just let go and let God just go ahead and complete the process that he started. You need to let go and let God begin a process in your life if he hasn't started one. Come and he comes this morning on a divine order to meet someone's need. I can't get away from that. I, I keep hearing the word caution run over and over in my mind. And I, I'm trying to caution somebody this morning. I, I hear that. I, I just, over, it's just rolling over and over in my mind. Caution. Watch out. Caution. Watch out. Caution. I'm trying to tell somebody, you need to watch out. There's some roads you're taking that it, it's not right. Jesus, Jesus, Jesus. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Jesus, 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 Jesus. I want to let you know this morning that Hell is a real place. Just as real as heaven is, hell is just as real. I'm not here this morning to condemn anyone because I'm not the judge and I'm not the Lord. But I am here to caution someone this morning. You need to beware of some of the things you're playing around with. You need to beware of some of the things you're toying around with. That you're allowing to creep into your life. That you're allowing to take the place where God once was. Where God wants to well, you are, it, it for so long has become vacant that something else has taken its place. And this morning, I want to caution you. You need to, you need to find an altar. Amen. You need to seek after God while He can be found. Amen. You say, but preacher, I'm not ready. But what if God's ready for you? I didn't come to scare you to an altar this morning. I just come to tell you the real facts. Our, our de- we don't know when God's going to call us home. We, we don't know when it may be our time to pass on from this life. The thing that's important is being ready when we pass from this life. But I have my future ahead of me, preacher. I've got this and that I want to do. But what's that worth to you if you lose out with God? What is the future and big dreams and big money? What is that worth to you if you lose out with God? 
I believe in I believe in schooling. I believe in college. I believe in getting a good degree and a good education. But if that's going to hinder you from, in your walk with God, I'd rather throw the college degree to the side and live for God. Because sometimes we get so caught up in our degree of who we are. And in reality, we would never be who we are if it wasn't for Jesus. We need to be careful. I'm cautioning someone this morning. You need to be careful. Don't lift yourself up. Because the proud man, he falls. And when he falls, he falls hard. I mentioned Naaman Friday night, and I just I feel to reiterate on him a little bit this morning. Naaman, you see, he well, you don't realize that Naaman he had everything he wanted at the power of his hand. All he had to do was ask for it. He was the head of the of the uh, of the uh, the army. He was one of the chief officers. If he said, go do, a servant went and done. If he said, bring to me, a servant brought to him. But you see, Naaman came down with a disease called leprosy. And you see, all the lepers and all the unclean, they had to go to the outskirts of the city and stay outside the city because they didn't want them in the city. They didn't want everybody else being contagious with what the sick sick had. And so Naaman... He was risking losing everything that he had. I'm telling you, some of you are on the border of risking losing everything that you've got because you're trying to do things your way. I'm telling you that God will get your attention one way or another. I'm just obeying the Holy Ghost this morning. Pastor told me to obey God. That's what I'm going to do this morning. Don't exalt yourself up above God. Don't say, well, I'm where I'm at because of who I am. Don't say, well, I've got this because I went to school for this. I worked hard for this. But I'm telling you that you wouldn't have had what you've had. You wouldn't have went where you went if God had not allowed you to get where you are. Some of us are born smarter than the the rest of us. But God gives that to you. Naaman was only in the position that he was in because God allowed him to be there. And I'm telling you that a proud look in God's eyes is ugly. You may be the most beautiful female or male you may be a good looking young man I don't know I don't judge men but I'm telling you that you can have everything going for you everything going for you but when you exalt yourself you're sure to fall pride goes before destruction that means when pride's in the way destruction is down the road That's Bible. That's Bible. When you're proud, look who I am. Look what I've done. 
Destruction is soon to follow after you. I've seen men of God. I'm not talking about sports idols and things like that. I'm talking men of God. Who got to a place in their life where they would come to the the, the pulpit and preach some organized words that they wrote down. And it became all about them. And you look now at where they are. It goes from the pulpit to the back door. When pride gets in the way, it will destroy you. I don't ever want to get to that place. I don't ever want to get to that place where I'm so proud, where it's all about me, that I lose out with God. Friend, it's important that you put God first in everything you do. Put God first. You are only blessed because God blesses you. You are only blessed because God allows you to be blessed. Psalms chapter 1 said, talks about a blessed man. It says, blessed is a man that walketh not in the counsel of the ungodly. If, you're, if you want to be blessed, step outside of the counsel of the ungodly. Quit seeking advice from worldly counsel and begin to seek advice from God. Also goes on to say, nor standeth in the way of sinners, nor sitteth in the seat of the scornful. If you're around someone and they're running down your brother and they're running down your sister, you want to be blessed? Get out of that council. Get out of the scorner seat. Get out of the atmosphere of the scorner. The one that's trying to tear down your brother. Tear down. God is not about somebody who's trying to tear down somebody. God wants us to be exalted. God wants us to lift up one another. He even goes as far as to say, love your enemy. He didn't say hate your enemy. He didn't say talk about your enemy. But he said, love your enemy. We need to learn. We got to love our enemy. Goes on to say, but he delighteth. His delight is in the law of the Lord. And in his law doth he meditate day and night. We need to be able to meditate on God. Day and night. You want to be blessed? Meditate on the words of the Lord. Day in and day out. Find you a a favorite scripture verse. Learn it. Memorize it. Quote it to yourself day in and day out. Delight yourself in the things of God. And the Bible says in verse 3 of Psalms 1. And he shall be like a tree planted by the rivers of water. That bringeth forth his fruit in his season. His leaf also shall not wither. And whatsoever he doeth shall prosper. I'm talking about a blessed man. 
you got to put God first. You want to be planted by the tree of living water? Get God first in your life. You don't want your leaf to ever wither. You want it to always bring forth good fruit. Plant yourself in the, by the waters. Put God first. Put God first. Goes on to say, the ungodly are not so. But I like the chaff. It's the wind driveth away. I'll tell you. Your life without God. And you say, preacher, my life is going. You can be seated this morning if you want to. I, I, you just continue to play. I'm, I'm going to just obey God for a few moments. And then we're going to worship the Lord. But it goes on to say that the ungodly are not so. But are like the, are like the chaff which the wind driveth away. In other words, it, to put a, put a clear picture in your mind, your life without God is like this. A tumbleweed that rolls in the desert. This tumbleweed cannot control whether it's going to go. It can't tr- control the way that it's going to go. It can roll and it may roll off a cliff. It can roll and it may roll off into the water and, 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 and eventually sink. That's your life without God. It, you think you have it in order. You think everything's going just grand. Everything's going perfect. That all of a sudden, you're blown over here. And the next thing you know, you're over here. That's your life without God. I don't want an unstable life. I don't know about you, but I don't want to. I want to be able to control some of the things that come out of my life. I want to be like the tree that's planted by the rivers of water. I want to be able to bring forth good fruit. Because the Bible talks about a tree that don't bring forth good fruit. It says it's hewn down. God cuts off those trees that are not productive. That's an ungodly tree. An ungodly tree. Someone who's not living, who's living a life of sin. Who's living a life of, of, of the world. And, and the things of, of, the, of the world and things of sin. That's what your life is like. It's a tree that's unproductive. It's a tree that's, that's not blessed. And eventually it'll be cut down. I don't want to be that ungodly tree. I don't want to be the chaff that just blows around. The tumbleweed that just is here one minute. And you can never tell where they're going to be. They're happy one minute and they're down the next. It's an unstable life. I'm telling you, Jesus has come this morning to give you some stability. To give you some satisfaction. I'm not telling you anything that's not in the Word of God this morning. I'm not telling you anything. That's not in this word. I don't want to be that ungodly plant that just blows around. Tumbleweeds, they're dead. They have they have no roots. They're they're just they're just dead weeds that are just blowing around. Your life without God is just dead. The spiritual man is just dead. When you say, preacher, I'm alive and well this morning. But your spiritual man 
is dead. The Bible says in John chapter 10 and 10, it says that the thief cometh not but for to steal and to kill and to destroy. That's what the thief comes to do. He comes to steal everything that you've got. Everything that you've been given. Everything that's been appointed to you. The thief comes to steal that. And after he steals everything that you have, then he tries to kill you. The thief, which I like to call the devil, he's the one that if your life, if you're not living it for God, you're serving one or the other. Bible says you're either serving God or you're serving man. You're serving one or the other. You're going to have one or two masters. You're either going to love the one and hate the other or love the one and hate the other. It's basically the way it is. There's no two, uh, there's no multiple choice answers. There's only two. You're either doing one or the other. You're either living for God or you're living for the devil. And when you're living for the devil, you have no means of protecting your things. You have no way of protecting what you've been given. So the enemy can come in at any time and steal what you've worked so hard to get. And then when he, he comes and steals everything, it seems like he takes it all away and you work up. And you get back to where you need to be and then he comes and steals it again. And you work up and you get it to where you want it to go and he comes and steals it again. That's the way an ungodly life is. It's never, it's never stable. Anything is allowed to happen because you have no hedge. You have no protection. Because you're living without God. Then it goes on to say that he comes to kill. And I'm telling you. That the enemy will kill you. The adversary that we fight. He will take your life. You say well preacher he hasn't taken my life yet. But let me tell you something. He puts things in your life such as alcohol. That eventually kills you. It's not some quick and easy death. But it's slow and very painful. He also allows things such as cigarettes to come. And we began to do this. And oh, we look cool, man. We just want to look like everybody else. But eventually, it'll kill you. I've seen people in my family who have literally smoked their life away because they have no stability, Brother Regan. They're not serving God. And so that enemy is going to kill them. No, he's not just going to take their life instantly. What fun would that be? But he's going to watch them die slowly. And he's going to laugh every minute. 
that they're dying. That's the, if you're not living for God, that's the kind of master you're serving. Someone who does not care about you or your family. He doesn't care. He, he, he has no compassion. Because he knows that his time's over. He knows that he had, there's no hope for him. So that if he, can, so if he can drag you back, if he can drag you to hell with him, that's what he's going to do. He's going to eventually kill you. And I'm telling you, if you don't turn your life over to God, when you wake up and the flames of hell are around you, and I don't preach hell a lot, but I feel it this morning. When you wake up and the flames of hell are around you, you're going to hear this message that this young evangelist has preached to you this morning. And you're going to say, God, I wish, I wish that I had found a place of repentance. I wish that I had made everything right on that Sunday morning. February the 6th, 2011. I wish that I would have hearkened to the words of that evangelist. To the words of God as it went forth. And he tried to warn me that this day was coming. He will kill you and destroy you. I don't want to be that man that's destroyed. I don't want to be the man that loses out with God because I was so selfish to get some things out of the way. That I was so selfish that I wanted to harbor everything that I could harbor in and eventually lose out with God. I don't want to be that man. And I think there's some people in here that don't want to be that man or woman either. I believe you come in here today and you're at the end of your road. The devil has done beat you around so much that you're tired of fighting with the devil. But let me tell you what the Lord will do for you. The verse goes on to say that I am come that they may have life. And life more Abundantly. I'm going to tell you something. That Jesus Christ has stepped in this building today to give you eternal life. To give you a life that when you do pass on from here. That you don't have to fear. That when you pass on from this life. I know that when I pass on that I'm going to meet Jesus face to face. I know that when I pass on that everything in my heart is in order. And that I'm going to meet Jesus face to face. And God has come today to prepare some of you. I'm not saying you're going to die tomorrow. I don't know. That's up to God. That's left up to Him. I don't speak, talk, try to talk about death. But I'm telling you that I would like to be ready. I would like for you to be ready. That when death did come. Or a tragedy did come. That you'd be ready. That you with without a shadow of a doubt, you would know that God, if you called me home today, if my life was taken from me today, that I'll meet you face to face. Sometimes we just need a reality check. 
Sometimes we just we get so caught up in everyday life that we forget that life is just that easy to be gone. It's just in an instant. It can be taken from us. Several different ways. Heart attacks. Car accidents. Different just tragedies. Shootings. Uh, in the world we live in today, you don't know if you step outside of your car, what's going to happen to you. That's the kind of world we live in. It pays to be ready. It pays to be right. I wonder today, you say, well, preacher, I have so many cares of life that are on my shoulders. I have so many things that I just, I don't feel that I can get rid of. But I have a scripture for you this morning in 1 Peter 5. It says, it says, cast all your cares upon him for he cares for you. It didn't say that you could just cast some of your cares. But it says casting all, all of your cares. Don't hold on to some of your cares. Don't hold on to some of the things that you've been holding on to. Why don't you let them all go this morning? Why don't you make yourself ready? That you can meet Jesus face to face. I don't want to go out in eternity and meet the one that has fought me so hard on this life. Has fought me so hard in this world that we live in today to try to destroy me and to try to, to get me to throw my hands up and quit living this life for God. I don't want to meet him. I don't want to burn for eternity. But I want to know that I have rest assured that I have laid up treasures in heaven. That moth nor dust can corrupt. And that when I pass on from this life that there's a mansion that is waiting for me over yonder. That is as a crown of life. That when I walk into the throne of Jesus Christ that I can worship him for eternity. And I don't have to worry about any more sickness. I don't have to worry about any more pain. I don't have to worry about any more agony. Because I've made myself ready. I'm telling you. That once you have died. Then comes the judgment. You have no. You can't make yourself ready then. There's no hope of making yourself ready after, after you've left this life. Oh, that's right. Then it's left up to God. And I'm telling you that God's either going to say one or two things to you. He's going to say, depart from me, you workers of iniquity, because I never knew you. Or he's going to say, welcome, my good and faithful servant. Enter into the joy. Enter into my joy. I may not ever have the nicest car on this, world, on this earth. I may never drive the nicest car. I may never uh, own the biggest house. I may never have the monetary things of this life. But I can tell you one thing. That I have made myself ready. That when I pass on from this life. That there's a home. That I'm going to walk on streets of gold, Brother Riggin. The walls are made of jasper. The biggest mansion... That I could never afford down here is waiting on me over over there. A crown of life, of jewels, of beauty is waiting on me over there. Because you know why? I've made myself ready. I've made myself ready. This morning, if you're unsure, if you're uncertain, Why don't you come and make sure that you're ready? 
I'm going to open these altars to you right now. I feel the shutdown right now. I'm going to stop. If you feel that you're uncertain, you're, you, you don't really know. If you're uncertain, I want you to come. I want you to come this morning. Don't walk out of the doors and not know. Make sure you're ready this morning. Why don't you come? Is there anybody that wants to come? Is there anybody that wants to be sure? Come on. I want to be sure. I want to to know that I'm ready. I want to know that without a shadow of a doubt, if I pass on from this life today, that I know that I'm ready. Why don't you come? Why don't you give up the grudge you have against your brother or your sister? Why don't you come and why don't you why don't you give up some of those things you've been holding on to that you've been harboring in? Why don't you let go of some of them things this morning? Why don't you say, God, why don't you take all this bitterness, all this anger that's inside? Why don't you take it away? Come on, why don't you come this morning? That's it. Why don't we all come? Why don't we just come and find us a place to pray? Why don't we search ourselves? Search our hearts. Let's make sure we're ready this morning. God is calling us to our attention this morning. We want to make sure, God, I want to make sure that I'm ready. God, I want to know without a shadow of a doubt that when when you call my number or when that trumpet sounds that I'm ready. That I'm ready. That I'm ready to meet you face to face, God. When the trumpet sounds, it'll be too late then to get yourself ready. Why don't you prepare yourself this morning? Oh, yes. We can shout and jump tonight, but I feel this morning we need to prepare ourselves. We need to prepare our hearts. Come on, if you don't have the Holy Ghost this morning, come down. Let us pray for you. Oh, come on. If you're uncertain... Come down this morning. Let us pray for you. I must be saved. Above all else, I must be saved. Lord, I give you my heart. I give you my soul. I live. you give yourself to God today why don't you give yourself away just give yourself away to God oh yes every moment I'm awake Lord have your way in me come on hallelujah thank you Jesus this is my desire Lord, I want to honor you with everything that I do, with everything that I say. I want to honor you, God. I want to make sure, God, that I'm honoring you in every word that I speak, 
And every place that I go, God, I want to make sure that I'm honoring you.
heart. I give you my soul. I give you everything. Everything that's in me, Lord. I do. 